Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you to everyone for joining us on your home buying compass. Uh, our last conversation for the year 2023, we've covered a lot of territory and uh, talked about a lot of real estate topics during a very uh, unusual year in the real estate market. And we've been guided through all of that by David Schwabi of the Schwabi Group, real estate uh, professional, realtor, uh, and a member of uh, Compass Real Estate. And uh, David, it's uh, always good to talk to you. Today we've got a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about selling your aging parents' home. So um, I'm looking forward to your guidance and assistance on this one, and hope all is well with you. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, it's um, this is one of those really, really important topics a lot of people don't talk about. And uh, we've been doing actually um, – monthly uh, or bi-monthly meetings uh, to talk to people out in the public about this same exact topic. It's really important to understand, um, you know, the, the discussions with parents when they're going to sell their home. Um, so it's, it's a really important topic, and I'm, I'm very passionate about it. And it's, it's interesting because you mentioned having those discussions. I, I, you could see the, the, the title of our conversation today and assume, all right, what do I do when I have to sell my parents' home? But as you just said, it's something you should be discussing long before that becomes a necessity. What, what are you advising people on when and how to have those conversations? You know, we've um, talked to uh, people who their parents are older and maybe going to nursing homes or, uh, or had to, um, you know, maybe passed or were about to pass. But but more importantly, I, I really think that people should be talking about this at a younger age. So we're telling uh, people in their 50s and 60s, even, hey, when your kids get older, have this talk. Tell them what they want to do. And um, so it's, it's never too early. So a lot of the people we're talking to now, the kids are in the 40s and 50s, maybe the parents are in the 60s, 70s, into the 80s. But the real question is, what do the parents want to do? You know, how do the parents want to handle and sell their home? And and their assets, and what um, when maybe they become incapacitated, how do they want them to help them sell the home? Do they want them to keep on the family home? You know, do they want to give the home to one of the family members, right? You don't know, and, and it's best that all the parties involved talk about this early on so that um, when the time comes, there's less you know, frustration or fighting between siblings and such. It sounds like it's a, an important part of an estate plan overall uh, approach to to worrying about assets and, and making decisions. Um, as the family has those discussions, you know, one would think when it's time to sell a home, get a realtor, but does it make sense to bring a professional like yourself in even during the discussion phase just to have an understanding of what the market looks like and what the options are? 
Well, sure, sure. So it's, it depends on how far along they are, of course. Number one, though, Jim, is let's, let's face it, they have to have an estate plan in place. They, you know, we advise people to do a, a, a trust, a family trust, um, make sure all the assets are in the trust, including the home. Um, when we go about talking about selling a home, obviously I'm, my concern as a realtor is that the home is in the trust, but there's so many other important aspects, power of attorneys, et cetera, et cetera. And, and if, if you're not there, um, I tell my people to go talk to an attorney, uh, uh, an estate planning attorney, to make sure these items are in order. Um, but, yeah, so as far as when I come involved, I think that it's some parents who want to, you know, get together and talk about what's the value of my home, what do I need to do? You know, I might be going uh, selling and going to uh, assisted living or nursing home in, in five years, and, hey, what can I do now to prepare my home? And, and so I do have a lot of those discussions with people who are older um, and making those decisions, or sometimes um, and many times I talk with the family members who are helping their parents. And um, so at that point, I sit down. But it's really important to sit down as early as possible to, to make sure they make some good decisions uh, about the home and, well, and about their, their entire estate. So while it, it sounds like you prefer to talk to the parents directly as, as much as, as possible, as well as the family members, when it comes time to actually getting down to the, to the business of selling a home, are you as a realtor bound to work directly with the person who has the power of attorney, or how, how do you factor in uh, you know, who, who you get to deal with? So obviously, legally, the power of attorney is the one who has to sign paperwork, et cetera. But I highly, highly recommend getting as many people involved in as possible. In other words, if there are four siblings um, and two or three live locally, it's really common and I really recommend Let's all get together. So, you know, as a power of attorney, it's really a very difficult job, right? And the more information that the siblings uh, who are maybe part of the estate planning process, the more information they hear from professionals, I think it's better for the power of attorney. So rather than them hearing secondhand, they hear from me directly. This is what I think. This is what I think the value is. This is, I think, what you should do to sell your home. And these are all the the reasons why. Um, And I think that's important across the entire estate planning process because uh, for unity of family, um, it's really important that everyone understands uh, the process and who, and what's involved in it. Is it a safe assumption or a smart assumption to assume that if uh, parents or even an individual, uh, a surviving parent has, has been in a home for a long time and that we see that out here in the suburbs quite a bit, people have been in their home for decades that it's more likely that that home is going to need some sort of work before it uh, gets listed to get maximum value? So as always, I would tell you, Jim, that really comes down to the house specifically, the location, uh, the town, the village, the, you know, the area you're in, and the, the market. So depending on the market, uh, sometimes we need a lot more work to be done. And uh, in 2020, for example, 2021, and no work had to be done because the homes were selling regardless. So it, it's really important to sit with a professional uh, in your specific area, uh, in your market, and talk about what, for instance, if it's 2024, what does 2024 have to offer? Uh, but um, sometimes we sell it as is, and, and many times the family members don't want to get involved in doing any work, or there's not money in the in it. But uh, many times, if you know, just a coat of paint or 
uh, doing a little staging. Uh, we've got a house right now we're working on that needed some really, you know, a lot of the decks were in difficult condition. So that work was redone just for safety reasons, right? So it depends on the house, and uh, it's important. That's why it's important to get a professional in as soon as possible. But but many times the house is sold as is. We're talking with uh, realtor David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group today. Uh, this is Jim Mitchell on Your Home Buying Compass, and we're talking about selling your aging parents' home and some of the things that families can do to be proactive and uh, make the process uh, go more smoothly when the time comes to sell that home. Um, David uh, always shares a great deal of information. You can get past podcasts, articles, a lot of great uh, details at schwabigroup.com. We'll share with you some of that information before we wrap up here today. Um, David, you mentioned staging. Um, that's something you and I have talked about a number of times, but maybe not everybody understands that, and, and certainly um, uh, parents who have been in their homes for many, many years might not even be familiar with it. They haven't dealt with real estate today. When you talk about maybe just doing some staging, what are you referring to there for, so people can understand what that entails? Well, staging can be as small as fixing a few items in the house. Uh, it could be cleaning the house out, putting new carpeting in, taking wallpaper down, painting the walls. Uh, to the largest extent, it could be you know, updating a lot of the home and furnishing it with uh, up-to-date furniture to get it sold, depending on the marketplace and the home and the size of the home, et cetera. And um, that's dependent on the area and the home itself. But but it's not uncommon right now. The buyers, um, young buyers, do not want to do a lot of work. So it's not uncommon in our marketplace that maybe we would clean the house out, and um, which, again, that's, you get to get, have to get the family involved, and that's a long process many times. But um, once the home is, has been organized and cleaned out a little bit, um, then maybe we could put new, new carpeting in, uh, maybe some painting, et cetera, to brighten up the house. Uh, I've said it many times. There's there's no substitute for a little little fresh paint on the walls in the house, right, to brighten it up, um, and just kind of bring it back to today's standards a little bit. Um, sometimes we get into there's there's extended wear in the home and a lot of updates that cannot be done. Um, the house hasn't been cared for. In those cases, many times we'll sell it as is, right? But um, it depends on the house and the circumstance. Well, I assume too that a lot of the uh, parents uh, who are, as you mentioned, maybe in their 70s, uh, a little bit older, perhaps a little bit younger, have, have retired. They don't have income at this point, so their funds are limited. If they're moving into a, a, a nursing facility or even just a, a sort of a, a senior residence, quite often they need some money up front. I assume they'd want the money from the sale of their house to pay for the new residence. That takes timing. Um, how do you handle that? in terms of, hey, we need the funds, but we're not going to have them until we can sell this one? Yeah, so it depends on the, where they're moving to. Um, if they're building, if they're buying another home, of course, um, many times they will know those funds. If they do not have retirement funds otherwise that are accessible, um, many times we have to get the home sold first. And in that case, we can, many, many times they can move in temporarily with family, uh, if they're going to an assisted living, many times those assisted living facilities will allow them to have a certain time frame to you know, bring in additional dollars to get their home sold. They will account for that. Um, one of the biggest things that um, with people doing updates, maybe the home needs, needs some excessive work, um, and it's really important. Uh, recently I've run into a, uh, many, actually multiple people, that have talked about and asked questions about the, the kids putting their own funds 
into the house, putting their own dollars into the house. And I, I find that to be very difficult to do because with the laws, et cetera, um, the lookbacks, depending on the estate, and the legality of um, if something happens in the interim and there's five siblings and one sibling puts $30,000 in the house, um, you know, is that documented as put in? Uh, even if it's a power of attorney, are they protected to get their funds back? You know, in the perfect world, there's perfect harmony in all families, correct? But yeah. the reality is when people get very stressed out, it's a very difficult time for many people um, when parents are moving out of their forever home into a, a in a facility, and they get very stressed out, and the, there could be some disagreements. And for that reason, I really don't like to see people put their own personal funds in if there's money um, in the in the estate or in mom and dad's property, you know, home, uh, yeah. you know, funds that we could use that would be better off. Um, just a couple minutes left here. Uh, go back to one of our conversations earlier in the year. Is this a, a situation we just described? Is that a time and a place where the uh, – uh, Compass Concierge service could be utilized? Yeah, actually, it's a, it's a great one. Um, the Compass Concierge does work for uh, situations like this with estates, et cetera. Um, and that's where we can, in our market, borrow up to $25,000 to uh, do up to the home. Um, it could actually be used for moving. If the parents you know, need money to get things out of the house and get it moved, that's available for that as well. Really, anything to prepare the home for sale and to get people moved, and that twenty five thousand um, up to twenty five thousand would just be taken back out of the equity afterwards. Um, there is a slight uh, interest fee, but um, it's not too high, and I think it'll come down a little bit as the rates come down as well. And then you've mentioned some legalities, some things that um, you share through your experience and your knowledge. But talk about retirement homes. Um, if someone is looking to move into a, one of those uh, facilities or developments, the larger ones, do they need to know about the financial situation of the, the person moving in and the value of their home? How does all that work? Yeah, some some of the retirement properties, um, facilities, nursing homes um, will want to know the total value of the assets. And in that case, they may want to know the value of the house, and we can do a simple market analysis and put in writing what we've believe the value to be if they need an appraisal specifically um, from a certified appraiser, we would, you know, link them up with an appraiser to get it done for the house. But that's just bookkeeping and it's very straightforward, but it's something we can help with as well. Well, um, we, we've used up our time here, David, but I know people have more questions than we could get to. How, how can I get in touch with you to continue the conversation? Sure. Uh, the best way to reach me is call, text, um, my cell phone is 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747, or you can email me at david at schwabigroup.com. So it's david at S-C-H-W-A-B as in boy, E, group.com, or as you mentioned earlier, my website is schwabigroup.com. Excellent. David, thank you, as always, for your information, your updates. I look forward to talking to you in 2024 as we continue on with more episodes of your Home Buying Compass. Thanks to everyone for listening. Have a great new year.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.